listening to What The Truck. Are you ready to truck it? Welcome to a very What The Truck Christmas. It's a white Christmas over here. Thank you guys for joining us. Let's see if this has popped up on the social media so I can send this out to all of you. No, it's not there yet. Guys in the back, please let me know when this is up online so everyone can join us on this amazing broadcast. Is it here? Let's find it. Oh, it says, like, oh, here we go. All right, great. Now you're all here. We can't start a very What the Truck Christmas without you. Thank you to the production team, too. There's a lot of moving parts on today's episode, and they've helped very well getting it together. Now, I told all of you, if you, uh, oh, by the way, can I get, can Santa get his clock? Thank you very much. Got to keep my timing on point. My shot clock over here. Um, I told all of you, if you're doing anything great, you are giving back to the community to uh, send it out to me. And you know who is? Mac. Take a look at what they're doing. Now, Max says right here, tis the season for giving. You can keep rolling that. Uh, tis the season for giving. Hun- roll that. Keep rolling that tape. Tis the season for giving. Hundreds of presents were packed into this Mack truck. Bring Christmas joy to 144 children in our community. We're so thankful to all our organization's employees who participated in the annual Angel Tree program. You've made this holiday season a little bit brighter. I love those little Santa outfits that they put on the Mack trucks, too. It looks absolutely divine. By the way, where's Courtney at? Courtney, come on up here. Um, By the way, my boy, Mustafa, over at Zoom. Santa's a little frazzled right now. Santa, (laughs) uh, my buddy Mustafa at Zoom, he'll set me free. He's the one who hit the uh, the sound bowls when he was on here. And he's got a great holiday greeting for us. Let's hear it. What's up, What the Truck Nation? This is Mustafa Azizi from Zoom app, The Healer. I want to tell you guys, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy holidays. This is for my boy, Timothy, who blesses the industry all the time. Guess what, Timothy? I got something coming for you in the mail. You better be ready, buddy. And today I have a surprise from you guys from Irvine, California to bless the season and the new year. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go back up. Mo, I love you. You are such a crazy man. Spinning the turntables. the great and wonderful Mustafa Azizi over at Zoom. Mustafa, you are the man. But you know who else is at the top of my good list this year? All of you who sent ornaments for our wonderful tree and sent all these gifts that I arrived to today. Show this picture, everybody. There is some really awesome stuff that came in the mail from BWS Logistics. Thank you so much, Rob Boosie. Uh, Averett Express, 
uh, Flow Below Arrow, Contract Leasing Corp, Pallet Trader, Sean Laidlacker over at Loyalty, AIM Transportation Solutions, Armstrong Transport KC with Kerry Danucci, Harbor Trucking Associate with Matt Schrapp. Rush sent me an ornament yesterday, as well as all the ones we've called out to before. But look, some of this stuff is right here. Like, for example, this is what Sean sent me, these custom Nike sneakers. It says Loyalty on one of them right here. The other one says Dooner. Hey, that's my name. Thank you so much, Sean. We also got uh, some good stuff for the kids over here. Let's see what's underneath Santa's table. Hey, look, boys. One of these groups sent you a Groot, a Lego Groot. Really cool, kids. We'll throw that one under the tree for you. Pallet Trader. Look at what Pallet Trader's got. Pallet Trader's got their own little Lego set. This looks pretty freaking awesome. And uh, we got one more. Oh, yeah, Carrie Danucci. She sent me this giant popcorn bucket if I can fit it between my legs, but it's a little tight under here. Here we go. Armstrong Transport KC, thank you so much for the popcorn bucket. I can't wait to, uh, to dive into this. It's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful meal. Now, all of you, you sent me awesome ornaments. Here's a little tour of the tree. Here's everything that you all sent. Ho, 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 it's the Freight Holiday Christmas tree. Thank you so much for contributing this year. We've Obviously set the record for most ornaments on a tree. Up here, we've got the big What the Truck Hat loves. Thank you so much. Truckers run the nation, of course they do. AIM sent this one, it's our own personalized What the Truck ornament. Motive, looking good. Cover 3 Consulting, BWS, Rob Boosie killing it. Simply Trade, right there. Awesome podcast those guys were just on. Contract Leasing Corp, thanks for the hat. Who's this guy? PGT Trucking, PLP Logistics, BWS. I believe that was last year's. That was really cool. There's AIM, IMC. Who do we got down here? Complicated, co Compliant Christmas 2022. That's one from last year. Harbor Trucking Association, Squall Strategies, Optimal Dynamics, JJ Keller, Tive. We got Landstar over here, Quick Loads. How you guys doing? Taman, Port X. Another BWS old logo style. We got the man from Autumn Transport, Chris Thomas, staring at me all day. IMI, Understand LTL, Napa. Who's over here? Averett. What do we got over here? JJ Keller, another Averett over here, Averett for kids. Another BWS. Rob hooks me up every single year. We got a rush down here. Flow below. They sent some awesome stuff and a great card. Hylion. Who we got here? Chop Tank, Hot Saint Services. Man, you go check out um, Charles Gracie's show. He's been doing stuff. We got Maven over here, Squall Strategies, and even more coming in every day. Thank you guys so much for making this uh, the record for most ornaments on a Christmas tree. Most freight ornaments, that is. Take care. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. See you in 2024. <sighs> Awesome. It's so beautiful, too. I love the smell of this, this real tree. You know it takes about eight years to grow one of these bad boys? Yeah, it's true. Also, did you know that these outsell artificial trees? There's a great FreightWaves infographic. You go to FreightWaves.com. You'll find that out for yourself. Now, one of the topics we're going to cover today is wreaths across America. Do we need a little bit more snow? I think we do. One of the topics we're going to cover today is wreaths across America. And I hope Courtney George shows up because it's a white Christmas. We're still waiting on her. But in the meantime... This year, Reeds Across America says, our transportation partners will assist us in delivering more than 2 million veterans' wreaths to be placed on graves of our fallen heroes all over the country. A lot of people online that I follow, a lot of truck drivers I know in person, a lot of carriers have been running for them. One of them is two dogs and a lady truck driver, C.J. Marley. Here's a video from her. 
What, what is your name and the location these threes are for? Al Androsik, 104 North Main Street, Botton, North Dakota, Botton County Veterans. And what day are you laying your wreaths? Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow? No, Monday. 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 <laughs> 11th, I guess. <laughs> and your name was? Jim. Jim, and that was? Fart. Art. Well, thank you very much for being a part of Wreaths Across America, guys. Oh, we thank you. All right, this holiday train is back on tracks because I can see who's already in the green room. On today's episode of What the Truck, I'm ringing in the holiday cheer and closing out a great season of the show with some amazing guests. we got Reets Across America's Courtney George. Each December, with the help of hundreds of volunteer trucking companies and professional drivers, Reets Across America is able to honor our nation's fallen through wreath-laying ceremonies at more than 3,000 participating locations across the U.S. we got brown dog carriers, Greg Morin. He's running loads for Reets Across America, We'll learn how they got involved and why they say these are the most meaningful loads they deliver every year. We get QED's Tom Curie with a brand new Christmas song that celebrates the industry. We're also going to find out, oh, by the way, his 11-year-old made that. You actually saw a teaser of it in the intro. He did the stop-motion Lego portion. And we're going to learn a little bit about what went on in 23 in supply chain workflow automation, a little AI, a little machine learning. Came a buzzword this year, did it not? And then we got Freight Caviar's Paul Bernard Jerslowski, Lost Freight's Reed Lucelot, and the armchair attorney, Mr. Matthew Leffler. They close out the year with their picks for top stories, memes, and madness that drove the supply chain in 2023. Plus, Vivek goes to Iowa 80. Who knew that? NBA player gets into trucking and all the holiday spirit you can handle. Now we got a little video from Reeds Across America. of remembrance sponsor a $17 veterans wreath for an american hero learn more at wreathsacrossamerica.org what an amazing organization what an amazing group courtney george she is the manager of transportation and industry relations at wreath across america courtney it's snowing over here in the what the truck studio oh courtney you may be muted can you unmute yourself um Oh, there we go. Awesome. Is it snowing over there where you are? It was snowing in my studio. It is not snowing here in New York, which I'm very thankful for. We're going to have great weather for wreath day tomorrow. This is like so many people I follow online, including like Charles Gracie, who has a show here. Um, My buddy over at Truck Parking Club, they were all down at the veterans dinner the other night. I've been seeing all the pictures they've been sharing online. This is such a huge event for all of you. But let's start at what you all do. What is uh, what's good about Reeds Across America for those who are just hearing about this for the first time? There are so many amazing things about Reeds Across America, but what we really focus on is honoring the fallen, remembering those who served, and teaching the next generation that freedom isn't free. Um, So a lot of people think that what we do is just place wreaths, and that's not all that we do. We have a K-12 curriculum that schools use. We also have a mobile education exhibit that takes wreaths out into communities all throughout the country. Um, They have so many different events, whether if it's at a VFW, if it's at a school, um, and they make sure every time they're in an area that they stop at at least one trucking company or something trucking related each month. 
So cool. So how does this work? We kind of saw in that video, people can sponsor reefs, people can support reefs, and obviously you need all these trucking companies to come along and actually help you haul all these reefs. Tell us a little bit about that whole process, how it comes together. So it's definitely a daunting task because we are growing by about 17% every year. So this year we will have had 700 and. 14 loads that we covered thanks to the transportation industry. So as I look at that, I'm going, you know, times 17%, I'm going to need, you know, over 70 more loads covered next year. That is, you know, a task that is one of the most rewarding things. So we, I spend a lot of time throughout the year talking to trucking companies um, talking to owner operators, anytime that there's anything trucking related being out there because so many of, you know, so many people within the industry, whether you work in an office, whether you're a broker, um, whether you're a driver, whether you're a mechanic, all have, you know, either a military background or have ties to the military. So we love working with companies and with people who are patriotic, who know why, what we do is so important. And, you know, to hear the stories of the drivers who make all of these deliveries and how it impacts them um, is something that's just so special. And what we do by placing that wreath, by honoring that veteran, um, you know, many of us talk about and we say all the time at Wreath Across America, when a person dies, they die twice. Once when they take their last breath, and then again when their name is said last. We want to make sure that every veteran is remembered and has the ability to live on each day. You know, in that video, I was, we were seeing people assemble wreaths. Do you have your own little like wreath building supply chain? We do. So that is where the wreaths are assembled. It's, it's quite a factory and the drivers that come up to Maine to get loaded have the opportunity to get to go through and tour the factory and see how they're made. Um, they get to go out on the tip land. We have curated an experience for each one of the drivers that comes. We want them to be able to see how the wreaths are made. Um, a lot of people, if you ask them how many trees it takes, you know, or how many trees are killed just to make a wreath, they would say one. And I would go, they're none. Um, you know, so it's very much, you know, a renewable resource, which is great, Um you know, is something that for us and to me, it's really important. Um, so they get to go out there and do that. We also have a dog tag placing program out in our tip land where you can place a dog tag for someone who served or that maybe you served with, maybe came home, maybe didn't come home. Um, and so to date, we have over 18,000 dog tags out there in our tip land. And it's, you know, a special segment. We have a segment dedicated specifically to professional drivers. That's one of our most populous areas in our tip land because so many drivers either served themselves or had a loved one that served. So we enjoy allowing them to place that dog tag for their loved one. We let them come through our museum um, in our headquarters. We've got a museum that's curated and kind of getting to talk through that and I even have a whole section for trucking there. Um, so it's really a, a fabulous experience that all of these drivers get to experience. And they see, you know, 
from the stem of the tree to a stone, how what they do has impacted this whole experience for so many people throughout this country. So how many how, like how many trucks are involved and how many wreaths get get laid throughout the country? I even because it's not just one place, right? Like I, I saw someone was doing a wreath laying ceremony in Chattanooga. Yes. So we have over it's four thousand two hundred and eighteen locations that will be participating this year, which is huge. I mean, that tells you we are growing exponentially, which I love. Um, and it really allows people to get out there and get, you know, the experience. Arlington, like you're seeing in the video right now, is beautiful. But a lot of people have loved ones who are interred close to their home. So, for example, you mentioned Chattanooga. Chattanooga National Cemetery is very popular. Um, lots of people love to go there. And I understand why. Because most people want to be close to their loved one where they're interred and be able to go visit. And so that's why we're continuing to grow. This is something that is definitely huge out there. And, um, you know, as we do that, there are 714 trucks involved. Wow. Um, and of that, over 400 companies. That's wow. a lot. Um Courtney, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm talking to one of your, uh, I'm talking to one of the carriers that is running lease for you pretty soon after I'm done talking to you. And I was curious, how do you, how do you pick them? It's a lot of volunteers, right? And you said, you know, you want them to sort of share the, the, the ideology that you have about, about America and the sacrifice that, that people make, but how do you, how do you like vet the carriers and pick them? Well, it, it's all really a conversation. I know you're, you're going to talk to Brown Dog. They're one of our closest partners. They're close to us in Maine. Um, and so that's great, but we have partners all over this country and really it's just talking to them, making sure that they understand the meaningfulness of what we're doing, making sure that they understand why delivering the load on time is so important. Um, you know, delivering loads on time is, you know, always a hot topic in this industry. Um, and to be able to get over 3 million wreaths out this year is, is really quite amazing and a, a great feat and all of these carriers and even owner operators stepped up to the plate that's huge for us yeah it's a little a little bell for all a little santa bell for all of those is that a record is three million reads a, a new record for, for y'all three million reads is a record 714 oh, yeah. trucks is a record too yeah that deserves some that doesn't that deserves snow and a bell that gets no Annabelle. That's awesome. <laughs> that is that is that is so awesome. Now, let me ask you my last question here. People who want to get involved with this, let's say you're a truck driver or a carrier you want to run next year. It's obviously a little late this year, but you want to run next year, or you're a listener, you're sitting at the desk and you just want to support the cause. How do they get involved? Easy. Go to our website, reesacrossamerica.org. Um, you can find everything on that website. If you want to get into trucking and there's a real easy way to contact me, all you have to do is email trucking at reesacrossamerica.org as well. Um, we've got all different types of ways for you to communicate with me, and I am happy to sign up anyone at any time. I start, I start talking to carriers probably again January 1. Um, I take a week or so off, and <laughs> I will say recover. Um, and then get back on the phone and start again. This is something, you know, near and dear to my heart and making sure that we remember as many veterans as we possibly can. There are so many very deserving souls throughout our country 
Um, and so all of these truck drivers and the trucking industry makes what we do possible. Oh, love to hear it. You know, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you for doing the Lord's work out there. And thank you for letting my audience know a little bit more about REITs across America. Have a wonderful REITs Day tomorrow. Thank you so much. I hope everyone that's listening gets out there and gets to enjoy it. Thank you so much. Take care. Merry Christmas. All right. Meanwhile, now we'll actually get to see a little bit of those drivers. Well, when these guys say that's the most precious cargo you ever haul, it's, it really is because of what it represents. To feel what I'm feeling now, it, it, I would wish that everybody could be able to feel this. It's really about being grateful. The drivers that do this job are some of the best in the industry. And without them, we couldn't do the mission that we have to get all these reeds to the cemeteries. Everybody has a, a veteran in their family somewhere. Everyone does. No matter what company you work for, each of us owes them a big thank you because America would not be what it is without them. When you see how it touches just one person, it's hard to ever forget about that. We lost our son in April of 2006. We're going to say the names out loud so those veterans are never truly forgotten. Sergeant Frederick Krause from the Marine Corps. Such an amazing program and to know that it's for such a great purpose. If a company has not done this yet, once they do, you're hooked. You are hooked. It's an employee engagement opportunity. It's a way of giving back and saying thank you to those employees of yours that served. It makes me proud to work for them. It says a lot about the company, who they are, who the people are. To work for a company that supports programs like this, as well as other veteran programs, it's rewarding. It's pride in your company, it's pride in your brand. This is more valuable than, than anything that, that we do as a company as far as driving engagement and retention with our drivers. This is a badge of honor for them. Last year we had about 644 loads. We've already added 75 loads to that. That's 4,000 locations coming up this year, so that's 4,000 opportunities for an industry to do what they do best. Whether it's in your community or whether it's across several states, we have options all across this country for you to make an impact. How do we take this and be able to extend that full mission to remember, honor, teach, and we really embrace the teach part? It's an unforgettable feeling, and it's something that I would highly recommend that everybody would try to do. They know that every single one of those wreaths in that trailer represents a, a U.S. veteran. If you have a chance to get your company involved in it, do it because it's the most important load you'll ever haul in your career. It's a load of honor. It's just above and beyond what I ever expected. Pure, pure, pure chills just watching that video there. Super powerful. I mean, what, what a great movement. Now, I'm about to bring Greg up from Brown Dog Carriers, but he did a little clip himself about what it meant to Brown Dogs. So let's, let's take a look real quick. Hi, my name is Greg Morin, president of Brown Dog Carriers. We are proud to partner again with REITs Across America to ensure every veteran's grave here in Biddeford is covered with a Maine-made veteran's wreath. Remember, honor, teach. He's the president, Brown Dog Carriers and Logistics. Greg, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Sorry my background's not real fancy like yours and I don't have the Santa hat, but... <laughs> Oh, it's, it's all good. Tell us a little bit why you're running why you're running REITs for REITs across America. 
I started in honor of my grandparents back in, uh, well, we started working with Roots Across America in 2017. Um, but before that, I was buying my grandfather a Patriot Pair wreath where, you know, you send one wreath to a cemetery and the other goes to your loved one. So they kind of started it. And um, I got involved with Roots Across America when I started Brown Dog Carriers just to kind of honor my grandparents. They, um, my grandfather was still alive at the time. And when he passed away <clears throat> a few years ago, I decided I was going to lay a wreath on his headstone at our local veteran cemeteries. And now we're doing um, all, all the veterans in our cemeteries. We're in Biddeford, we'll do uh, 3,300 veterans uh, tomorrow. Um, and I kind of come up into the uh, wreath world a little bit. And, uh, we haul into Arlington and uh, a number of other locations. So I'm actually in Arlington right now. Wow. You know, in that video, you heard a lot of people say this is the most meaningful load we run every year. Would you say the same? Oh, 100%. And um, the people that we put on it, um, some are veterans, some are not. Um, but it means a lot to the drivers that get involved. Um, for the first few years, I did. I always, I always took a load myself because I was very proud to do it. Um, now we're doing so many, and I've got my hands on all kinds of other fires. Um, so uh, right now we have two um, Marine veterans. One was in Afghanistan and Iraq, the other in Afghanistan. Um, and uh, they're rolling into Arlington for the first time. Right now, in fact, the, uh, we're, we're just leaving the staging area, rolling over to Arlington to get them all parked and off to the hotel. Wow, I, I know you got a lot of work to get to, but I've got another question for you here, and it is, if other carriers want to get involved, people want to work with you, they want to work with REITs, what would be your recommendation now that you're kind of in the system? So um, I'm always happy to talk to any carrier that would want to reach out to me at Brown Dog. Um, I can give them, you know, the, the overview real quick and, you know, why we do it and, you know, what it means to us if they want that kind of outside view of what a carrier actually does whatnot then of course they can always contact courtney um at wreaths and she's got that same view she was with the carrier before she was with wreaths so um she's got the same views and uh but i'm always happy to talk with anyone that wants to get involved um no matter how big or how small if you can haul one load or 10 loads or 20 loads you know we're happy to have everybody and we need everybody and that's why our industry is so great because the industry really truly steps up for this organization and we need all, all of them. It's, like Courtney said, we're growing at 17% each year or thereabouts. So that's, you know, another 70 loads or so every single year. They got to get covered on what on top of what's already going on. And um, I know that's a big task in that office of covering these loads. And um, it's, you know, to have good partners, um, we're always looking for those to help out. Hey, Greg, thank you so much for your service. Thank you for taking a little time out of your day to get some clarity and talk from the carrier perspective on this. I love what you all are doing. I'm going to let you get back to Arlington. I know you got a lot of wreaths to lay, maybe some dog tags to drop, but thank you so much for sharing your story. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I hope to catch up with you in the new year and maybe talk a little bit about your actual brown dogs. All right, sounds good. Thank you so much. Take care. Take it easy, Greg. Wow. It, it's such a huge event. I, I don't know. If you're online, you follow any people that are involved in this. You're just seeing so much content out of them on what they're doing. God bless you guys. Thank you, everyone from Reeds who came on the show and shared a little bit more insight. But now it's time to move on. So elsewhere. Hey, this is Jonathan. I'm delivering your order from Brands Pizza Palace. 
I just got caught by a roadblock or something. There's just a bunch of cars on the road. They're shooting. Let me get down underneath my seat and get my gun. You pulled up on the wrong. Got an automatic down here somewhere. Let me free you, son. He's got a grenade. Hey, cease fire. Cease fire. I got a delivery that's going to be free if I'm not there in 13 minutes. And if you don't move, I'm going to take you out. Fine. Have me your way. I got him. Okay, I'm almost there. I'll see you in a few minutes. Pizza's still fresh. Rumor has it that's uh, Tom Curry's uh, Christmas display at his house. Let's find out if that's true. Tom Curry, president at, uh, what, do, how do I say it? Is it Qued? It's, it is cued. 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 Like, like it's cued up, my friend. Like a line. Like, I, like I'm getting in the line. That's right. That's right. That's right. How are you? Merry what the truck Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry. Let, let's get some snow going over here. Let's make it a winter wonderland. <laughs> What's in that cup right there? You got eggnog going on? It's it's literally just a cup of marshmallows, honestly. I, oh, just I, that, straight marshmallows? Wow. No <laughs> hot chocolate either? Wow. I love it. When I was a kid, I used to, like, remember, like, the Swiss Miss packets that would come with, like, little marshmallows that would melt instantly? Oh, yeah, man. My mom would get pissed yeah. at me because I'd, I'd rip those open. I'd eat all the marshmallows out of them and then just, like, leave the uh, the chocolates, like, powder. It's, it's the best part, man. It's the best part. You know, I reached out to you because every single year without fail, it's been a tradition. You have made a wonderful song to celebrate the holidays here on What the Truck. Uh, they usually involve animation, some creativity. One time you had the office over at Kingsgate. Another time you had a you had a hand-drawn animation. But this time, tell us the story behind this because you reached out to someone in your bloodline, but who was a little bit younger. Yeah, so my boy, he's a big Lego guy. So he's he's into all the Legos. It's the most expensive hobby any of my kids could have probably picked in their lives. And <laughs> no doubt. But he he loves it. And and I said, man, we've got all these Legos. We've invested all these money in Legos. You got to do more than just build them. And he really got excited and he started doing these stop animation films. And he just he just learned how to do it himself. I didn't I don't know how to do it. I I didn't teach him anything. And he just went after it. And when when we talked about doing something, I thought. I'm going to put him to the test. I'm going to see if he could do a stop motion for us for this year's Christmas video. And I think he did a final. Now, I'm a little partial, right? It is my boy. Uh, but uh, he, he does an awesome job. And he just he's passionate about it and does a great job just digging in there. Well, I think it's awesome. Let's let the audience decide, though. Let's roll the tape. Have a truck in Holland Christmas. It's the peak time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow. We'll get it there. Have a truck in Holland Christmas, and we're doing her there in the sleigh. We don't know just where he'll go, but we trust he knows the way. Tuner needed some help, so he called me on the phone. Q came and bailed him out. The scheduling's all done. Have a truck in Holland Christmas, and with all of us all on time. We can all have a trucking hauling Christmas this year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, first of all, that was incredible. And second of all, I need to know, like, how he was able to find a minifig of me that looked exactly like me. <laughs> he he worked hard at that. He he came to me. He's like, Dad, I'm struggling. I got to get a minifig to look just like Dooner. And he went and he painted the beard. And I mean, he went he went to town. He 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 spent a lot of time on your face. 
<laughs> you guys reverted this like in no time. You're such a like a logistics maven. I asked for this like last Wednesday, and by last Friday, this was like hand delivered to me. That's it. That's right. They're ready to go. They know. They know when they're when they're attacked. Now he's been telling all his friends he was hired by this high powered executive uh, uh -huh. to go and build this. And so, just so you know, I mean, you're getting a lot of props within the 11 year old community right now, Dooner. You know, I, 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 with my Lego collections, I probably should. I'm probably like an icon or a hero. I could probably start my own YouTube channel and do it. By the way, speaking of those Legos, like I did a newsletter a few months ago. And you know that a lot of these Lego sets have performed better than stocks have? So I consider like my Titanic part of my portfolio. Hey, that's a, it's a smart way to do it. I, you know what? I might start uh, taking stock on what he's actually got in his room now. It's a good idea. Hey. Hey, let's give a shout out to to Cude. What do you what do y'all do over there? And what was like this year in 2023 in automation before I let you go? Yeah, so super excited for us. Uh, we are connecting all of the scheduling systems that exist out there directly into the TMS for carriers and brokers all over the nation. Um, and so it's been a great year for us. We've got multiple customers live scheduling thousands of appointments automatically. That's the name of our game. And so we just came. I literally just came back today from our end of year celebration with our team. And we're super stoked, great things ahead for 2024. And so we look forward to seeing everyone out there um, as the new year comes along. Wow, Tom, what, you, got any good, you got any good Christmas plans this year? You know what, actually uh, Tuesday, I'm taking my wife's entire family, we rented a party bus and we're gonna go look at Christmas lights. So I, gotta, I need the address of that place because that, that's where we're going now, it has to happen. You know, my street is like my house is super decorated. And I was looking at my street and I was getting a little disappointed. And I'm like, this this street, it really doesn't have enough cheer. But then I was looking outside my house and I'm like, you know what? We haven't put out enough outside lights, too. But I have after this show, I've got I'm off until the end of the year. So it's time for me to put the ladder out and like really just like uh, yeah. go Griswold the hell out of my house. <laughs> do it. Do it. What's your feeling, though? Do you like colored lights or white lights? This has been a big debate online. Uh, uh, Reed lost a lot. He he brought this up the other day. He's kind of a white light guy. I'm a color guy. You know what? I'm a white light guy. I'm just a sucker mm -hmm. for it. Now, now, if I go by someone else's house, I want to see all the colors, though. So yeah. I, maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not a white light guy. But I, I guess on my tree, I'm a white light guy, though. Oh, white for me, but not for thee. That's that's how we're playing it, Tom. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, Tommy, what are you asking Santa for Christmas this year? Oh man, uh, more time. Uh, that's that's <laughs> my request. I just need more time in life. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm a dad, I don't I don't like want gifts. I'm like, don't get me anything. I'm I'm paying for it anyway. Like, I just want to pay this damn credit card <laughs> bill. At the end of the year, I looked at my Apple Wallet, and it just like keeps that little like thing just keeps turning and turning, and I'm like. Nothing. Just the, 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 having to pay less yeah, on no, this I'm is, is my Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm there with you, brother. Hey, Tommy, how do people reach out to you? How do they connect and, and maybe share a song with you? Hey, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn or they can find us at Q.com. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a happy new year. We'll have a longer conversation than new year, but thank you for sharing the chair. Thank you yeah. for sharing an amazing video as always. Always, my friend. Merry Christmas. You too. Take it easy, buddy. All right, talking about the Christmas train, which we have on the tracks over here, let's look at what CSX is doing. Today's the 80th anniversary of the CSX Santa train rolling from Elkhorn City, Kentucky to Kingsport, Tennessee. Originally started in 1943, Santa rides on the back of the train and stops at different towns along the routes to hands out presents to kids. It's been the Appalachian tradition since then. It's so amazing to see all the little kids' eyes light up when they see Santa. It originally started with just a small amount of gifts for the children, but it's grown over the years to something pretty amazing. 
I took my daughter, and she's been so excited for a week. Plus, she really loves trains. Thanks to all the hardworking volunteers and railroad workers that make this event special for the entirety of Appalachia. We'll see y'all on the next one. I hope you get to spend some time with your family during the holidays. I love this season. I love this season. It's all like just positivity and giving back and what people are doing. That's cool. And we get to shine a kind of a different light on this industry. But now it's time for a little Big Nick energy because we got super trucker Justin Martin in the house. <laughs> Let it snow. Where'd you, where'd you get that? You buy it off a Twitter ad or something? I actually got it off a of TikTok. Oh, wow. What are the, what's, That's what, all they get like, you. They're, they're dialed in now. How does TikTok e-commerce work? What was your experience buying something off there? I loaded up the app to go get some work done. And the first thing I saw was a live stream of them like showing off all their um, Christmas apparel. And there was a button on there to buy it. And I pressed it and it showed up at my house four days later. Wow, that's well, really well, quick. You know, I just saw a stat like their their e-commerce sales this year have like gone off the charts there. You know, people used to laugh They're like, is this a threat to Amazon? And I don't actually think because it's not like an everything store like Amazon. But I think it's a threat to uh, maybe Instagram sellers. Of course, Instagram marketplaces, Facebook marketplaces It's definitely driving a lot of traffic. And you're getting a lot of younger buyers on there. If you're QVC now, I don't even know how you're still in business. Oh, yeah. You got to settle like old, like right. Like, I don't even know what is that. That's on a channel, isn't it? Like a TV channel? I think so. Or or just like those types where you're just, you know, you're seeing it on the TV. This is basically the new QVC now. They made it They made it too easy. It was kind of scary. I'm going to try not to buy anything more again because this, this was like press a button and poof, it was there. Dude, our generation is like hybrid. So we were used to like a TV world before everything was, was streaming. But like my kids, they have no concept of appointment TV. Like you go on and there's a guide on, like they don't even open the YouTube TV app. They would never open that thing. And, and I told my others oh, on demand, like they, they stink. They got commercials, dad. Oh yeah, my my son's still like he gets annoyed whenever we're at like his grandparents' house and he can't watch like YouTube on the TV. Interesting. You know, we try to not step too deep in the pit of politics around here, but you know, sometimes it touches trucking and we have to. Vivek, there's a headline on uh Freightwaves that Vivek is going to IO one eighty, and you happen to know someone who may be involved in this. Introduce this video we're about to play. Yeah, so Lee and Lisa Schmidt uh, called me the other night when they finally got all the details worked out on this. Uh, Vivek is going to be hosting a, a town hall at the uh, Iowa 80 truck stop on December 21st, and it's going to be truck driver only event. Um, and they were kind enough to send me a video about this. So like they'll check your CDL at, at like the gate or something? <laughs> yeah, I guess you have, to, you have to have one just to even register for the event. Gatekeepers. Reed is in the green room. He hates gatekeepers. I heard him. I see him fuming over there. I see Matthew in the green room, too. He's got an amazing hat on. He's been smiling this whole show, especially at the Christmas cheer stuff. I love you, Matthew. We'll talk soon. Uh, let's play the video. Hi, my name is Lee Schmidt of CDL Drivers Unlimited. This has been two months in the making, and I'm very excited to announce that presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy has teamed up with CDL Drivers Unlimited to plan a first-of-a-kind truck driver summit at the Iowa 80 truck stop. Ramaswamy will listen to drivers' concerns on truck-related issues and discuss his policy plan to address specific issues in trucking. Ramaswamy will be directly addressing both company drivers and owner-operators, the essential workers that keep America operational. America stops running in three days without us, and it's time that the government starts listening to our concerns. 
This event is for Iowa truck drivers only, but all drivers are welcome to submit questions and comments to Ramaswamy through a form on cdldriverswin.com. This event will take place at Iowa 80 Truck Stop on Thursday, December 21st from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. and it will be live streamed on Ramaswamy's X account, which is linked on CDL Drivers Win page as well. Make sure to submit your questions and comments before the time of this event so that Ramaswamy and his team can make sure that the answers they're doing during the event are correct. Thank you. Very interesting. You know, smart, smart. And I got to say, truck drivers represent a large voting pool, but a lot of drivers are on the road. A lot of drivers aren't registered. A lot of drivers need to get registered. And making these push in election season to start listening to that community um, is very, very smart. People like Scott Pressler have reached out to me, too. They've been like, hey, we got to get drivers registered to go and vote. And look, I don't care who you vote for. Go and vote for whoever you like. But vote. Have a choice. We're at an inflection point in this country, and it's awesome that Vivek is listening to what drivers have to say. And maybe it's a PR event, maybe not. But what's your take on it? Um, so two things. One is Vivek. They're, they're roasting me in the comments as they usually do the Schmitz. <laughs> um, you need a CDL or a MC number to even. I say Vivek. They say Vivek. I say, I say Vivek. It's my, it must be my I guess boss. I guess it's Vivek. I'm, I'm very interested with this event because most of the time when politicians are on the campaign trail, they're usually talking to like the, the industry leaders, so to speak, you know, they're, they're talking to company owners. So it's always the same talking points, you know, a driver shortage, blah, blah, blah. We don't really hear uh, so much from the driver's voices. So this is going to be uh, one of a, a, a totally unique event uh, compared to previous events. What, what is that? December 21st? Is that, is that what they said? December 21st. Yeah. 630. Oh, oh. Wow. All right. That's like, that's less than a week. That's in six days. That's yeah. pretty quick. Now, yeah. Justin. So yeah, drivers, get your, get your questions submitted. Now, okay, great. Now, Justin, before I let you go, I got one more thing for you here. Truck, I mean, well, now I guess he's a trucker, but NBA player, Brooklyn Net, Harry Giles, not Harry Styles, Harry Giles III, he has started, he's bought a trucking company. He was injured with the Nets, and then, like, he's like, on my downtime, I'm going to start a trucking company. And Escape says that uh, he wanted to maximize his dollars. So he started Lee G Logistics. It offers an interstate freight carrier with one 18-wheeler and a full-time driver based out of Louisville, North Carolina. He says, uh, the money started slowing down. I had more downtime. I started to try to figure out what else I could do and dig into it. I'm not saying it's something I want to do full-time, but I, w- I don't know if you can do uh, trucking part-time. But I want it to be a part of my resume. He says, we're out of North Carolina. So any truck drivers out of North Carolina, get with me. We're going to span all around the Southeast. First of all, Six ten. Would you be comfortable in a semi? Mm, yeah, yeah. The, the the seats adjust pretty well. Yeah, I, my instructor uh, at CDL school, she was like four foot five, and you know, I'm six foot, so the, the seats adjust to the drivers very well. I'll have to ask Paul. Paul, uh, when Paul comes on in a minute, he's like close yeah. to six ten. I wonder if he's uh, been in a semi. I, I try. I remember when he tried to wear a track suit and it looked like a baby's track suit. Like it just did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I want to know. Where, I want to know where he shops. That was track suit of the year like that. There was nothing better. And like Christians like fit perfect. Reed's fit like, you know, kind of nice. Uh, but then like his was just uh, it was a little high water, but it was pretty sick. I hope he's wearing it today. It looked awesome yeah. on him. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he's going to make it or not make it? Would you recommend an athlete to to want to work part time in trucking? It's not a part time gig. It sounds like he's trying to go down the company owner route, which we've yeah. seen this with other other uh, athletes before. Um, uh, John Blake on the names now, but yeah, a lot of athletes, NFL and NBA, um, they all seem to like to go down this route. 
Uh, bear down, bear down logistics. Desmond, we've had Desmond on here like five yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, Desmond and um, oh god, my wife is gonna roast me on this. The the um, the the player from Notre Dame. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Manzi, Tio, man, I tell you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we Manti got a Tio. shot at him holding yeah. the what the truck shirt. Remember, he was a keynote speaker at F three twenty two. Yeah, and he was he had the same kind of problem uh, that the NBA players having. He he was trying to find drivers, so yeah, it's getting rough out there. It's getting rough out there. I thought there wasn't a driver shortage, Justin. Are you a narrative violation? Uh, a, a shortage of good drivers. Okay, a shortage of good drivers. Justin, thank you very much. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. By the way, what did you ask for for Christmas, and what did Sully ask for? Uh, well, Sully always asks for planets. Anything planet related, he a gets. Planet? Um, oh, just planet toys. He's, he's obsessed okay. with outer space and, and planet toys. Um, uh, my wife got me a really good hat holder. I've been getting a lot of hats uh, this year for all these conferences, yeah. so I got I got pretty much got lost. I'm I'm easy to please. Yeah, I, I probably need a hat rack. I just bought a New England Motor Freight hat yesterday. My wife is like, "Are you an idiot? Like you get sent like 75 hats a week by by people. Like you have so many hats in your closet, and you only have one head." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know, but I like New England Motor <laughs> Freight, man. I miss them." Yeah, it's a nice vintage chat. Well, hey, Justin, thank you so much for your service on What the Truck this year. Thank you for being a good friend, and thank you for bringing the Big Nick energy. You got it, man. Take care. Merry Take Christmas. it easy. All right. What do we got next year? Do we have a video? I probably have a video loaded up before these guys, don't I? Maybe I don't. Did I load a video up before them? I didn't. I didn't. And they're making the four box. Usually I hook these guys up and I have one ready. Let me know. We can bring up the boys here. We got Matthew Leffler. We got Paul Bernard Jarho Slosky. And we got Reed. I like to say lost a lot because I mispronounce everything, but it's loose low. It's loose low. I'll, I'll make, I'll make um, him and his family happy by properly pronouncing it. Hey, look, guys, where's your snow? It's snowing right here in What the Truck Studio. <laughs> I got some snow outside. Oh, is it? it where, where are you? Aren't uh, you, like, in Arizona? I'm in Poland. No, Paul's in Poland. I'm, I'm in Arizona. It's I couldn't, like 75 yeah. here today. I thought you said you had snow. I couldn't see you through my own snow. There was, like, a blizzard in front of me. I couldn't even see my screen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys look awesome. Like, first of all, if this was like costume of the year for guests, Matt is going to win. He uh, he brought the yeah. cheer a little bit more than you guys. No, not even a Prince Charming outfit today, Reed. I got oh. Santa behind me. Okay, all right. Well, hey, Paul, what's Christmas in Poland like right now? And Arden, what's going on with those truck drivers, man? Are you over there protesting with them, waiting ten days at the border? I'm not protesting with them. It's it's been a pretty political situation where it seems like a lot of. Uh, there's just like one group of people that uh, are protesting, I guess, Ukrainian truck drivers being able to come into the EU without any uh, certain like regulations behind it. Uh, I don't know all the details, but currently there's a wait of 10 days to get from Poland into Ukraine. Uh, but Christmas in Poland, Christmas in Poland, it's it's a little bit different than the United States. Like. Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas, and Christmas lasts 12 days. And then Christmas oh, wow. Eve is a very important holiday. So it's a little bit different, whereas in America, like, December 26th is, like, it's, it's not Christmas anymore. It's time to throw away the Christmas tree. In Poland, it's just the beginning of Christmas. No, no, not in my house. We keep the tree up until St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's long. <laughs> no, we usually, no, we do it, like, the, the day, like, New Year's New Year's Day or the day after, depending on, like, how everyone's feeling. That's usually okay. when we, uh, we did charts. Maddie, l look at you, man. You look fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to share the story that I have for the audience today. And it's always a privilege to be on What the Truck. Thank you for having me. As always, I have my best holiday gear. I'm excited to share a story here in a little bit.
You know, guys, it took it took a while, but I think the song of the year was just dropped by UPS. I need y'all to hear it, and then we'll talk about it. Roll the tape. This guy's a guy named Darty Ning. Apparently, he's a world beatbox champion. Gotta get it move on around the world, working all day long. And we go again to the break of dawn. It's on and on. And the UPS, man, their driver's got 170,000. They got, they got the beatbox champion. We're gonna get this guy making a what the truck uh, beat. I heard he tried to do it for FedEx, but there's over 7,000 contractors. He couldn't get through the whole list. <laughs> it was just too much. I love this. So I was reading the comments on this and some of like the, like the, like the boomer side on LinkedIn was like, well, this is a little bit edgy, but uh, I like it. And then like, you know, younger people are obviously like, whoa, that's like a banger. It's just like, I'm, I've been looping this thing all week. That, that was me actually. Um, <laughs> Paul, what did you think of the track? You think that this is a good direction for UPS to go in? Yes, I, I thought it was a good beat, good song. I, I could definitely see myself like at the gym listening to this song. So yeah, props to this guy, whatever. What was the name again, Dooner? It is uh, Darny NG, Ning, Ning. How do you say NG? Okay. I'm not really sure. <laughs> you gotta get the young kid to get excited about being a lumper during this season so of course you're gonna do some cool content to make people go oh yeah i'm gonna be excited to be in that truck for the next 15 hours what do you think ray do you think we need more world beatbox champions making uh dropping dope beats for the logistics companies here in our space yeah yeah i i, I would like to see him do do one for like uh landstar or Ooh. i don't know like another another operator in this lovely industry that we're in Matt, what would, how would the, I'll give you a beat. How would the TQL song go? Boom, 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 da, 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 da. Boom, 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 da, 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 da. got a non-compete. Say something about non-compete. Yeah, non-compete. Say something about non-competes. Bo, 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 da. I'm not a rapper, but can I go ahead and tell my story, Dooner? I really want to share a great message for the holidays. Okay, we'll do your story now. Then we'll get to the other stuff. Should we hear Matt's story? You guys want to hear Matt's story? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's hear it, Matt. This story is called This Non-Compete. <clears throat> I am hiring and I have this sheet. And on this sheet, I have a non-compete. That hiring cheat, that hiring cheat, I do not like that hiring cheat. Would you like this non-compete? I do not like that hiring cheat. I do not like this non-compete. Would you be restricted here or there? I would not be restricted here or there. I would not be restricted anywhere. I would not like this non-compete. I do not like this hiring cheat. Would you like to work from home? Would you like to be remote and roam? I do not want to work from home. I do not want to be free to roam. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. I do not like this non-compete. I do not like it, you hiring cheat. Would you sign it for this swag? Would you sign it for what's in this bag? Not for the swag, not for that bag, not, from, not to work from home, not to be free to roam. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. I will not sign this non-compete. I will not sign it, you hiring cheat. Would you? Could you? For a pile of cash. Sign it, sign it. Our offer won't last. I would not, could not for a pile of cash. You will like it. It's a cultural fit. The terms and conditions I won't omit. I would not, could not for the fit, not for the cash. Why won't you quit? 
I will not sign up for what's in the bag. I'm not persuaded by your pile of swag. I do not want to work from home. I do not want to be free to roam. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. I do not like this non-compete. I do not like it, you hiring cheat. Some stock, some stock, some stock, some stock. Could you, would you for a restricted stock? Not for your stock, not for your fit, not for your cash, you persistent twit. I would not, could not for what's in the bag. I would not, could not for all that swag. I will not sign it to work from home. There's nowhere else for me to roam. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. I will not sign this non-compete. I will not sign it, you hiring cheat. Say, for a car. Here is a car. Would you, could you for this car? I would not, could not for that car. Would not, could not for a fancy clock. I would not. Could not four o'clock, not for this car, not for the stock, not for the cash, not for the fit. I will not sign it. You need to quit. Not to work from home, not for the swag, not roaming free, not what's in the bag. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. You do not like the non-compete. I do not like it, you hiring cheat. Could you, would you for more PTO? I would not, could not for more PTO. Would you, could you for tickets to a Broadway show. I could not, would not for a show. I will not, will not for more PTO. I will not sign it for a clock, not for a car, not for your stock, not for cash. You let me be. I will not sign it for all your swag. I could not care less about what's in the bag. I will not sign it to work from home. I will not sign it to be remote in Rome. I will not be restricted here or there. I will not be restricted anywhere. I do not like this non-compete. I do not like it, you hiring cheat. You do not like it. So you say, sign it, sign it, and you may. Sign it, and you may, I say. Hiring cheat, if you will let me be, I will sign it. You will see. Say, I'll sign this non-compete. I'll actually sign it, you hiring cheat, and I will give you more. I'll take the more PTO, and I will take those tickets to the Broadway show, and I will give you that fancy clock, and I will take that restricted stock and all the cash and for the fit. This is the deal. Let's keep up on it, and you will give me all the swag, and you will give me what's in the bag, and I will only work from home, and I will be free to move and roam, and I will be restricted here and there. Say, I'll be restricted anywhere. I do so like this non-compete. Thank you, thank you, you hiring cheat. Wait, you want it all? Oh, that simply won't do. If that's the problem, then truck you. That's it. Happy holiday. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Whoa. All right, well, a little little snow and a little Christmas bell for that one. Was that like, was, was that off the dome? I have I, I, I love non-competition agreements and I love my friends. The only thing I want for Christmas is for TQL to allow me to follow you on Twitter. I'm not a bad guy. I'm fairly reasonable. I'm not going to do anything bad. I just want to follow you. Now, Paul, are you are you still like blocked or are, are you are, is the protected tweets of TQL? Are you outside the fortress? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Reed and I are banned. Paul, they don't let yeah, I don't know. Is Paul, Paul frozen? Maybe Paul froze over there. <laughs> they've, they've got. They've. They've gotten to him. I don't know. Reed, you answer that question, then, man. <laughs> I don't know why Alex got out. Those the wonderful poem. Though so. <laughs> my question was: Have I, you I, as TQL let you in their protected fortress yet of tweets, uh, Paul? No, they have not. No, mm. unfortunately, I checked last yeah, week. Really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think there should be like yeah, a law it, against that. At least reporters should be able to see your tweets. Like I, I should be able to see your tweets, TQL. I mean, it's just not fair. We we should have someone I, undercover. We should. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, I have to drop. I have a, an injunction that I got to help Santa Claus with. So unfortunately, <laughs> okay. I got to bail, gentlemen. But I appreciate the chance to talk about non-competition agreements. This is the greatest show in transportation, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Reed and Paul and Dooner, thank you for having me. Merry Christmas and have a happy, happy new year. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very Merry much. You, later, you, you, you take care. Now, now that we have him out of our, our hair, see you later. See you later, Matthew. <laughs> I've got a... <laughs> Reed, you started this all, and I think Barstool Sports saw your tweet about Christmas lights, and they had their own little debate. I got a little clip for you guys. Oh, uh, here we go. Healthy debate. Are Christmas lights getting a free pass because fireworks catch so much for being late? Christmas lights, granted, they're all, you know, they're nice, and you do them like this, and you go to these special places. Once you've seen one, haven't you kind of seen them all? Are Christmas lights winter's fireworks? Because at no point do I want to rewatch fireworks, but we're planning our day around it. Oh, you got to go see the lights. Oh, go to the McDougals. Yeah, they got, you know, they got a for a kid, but the lights, I'm telling you, like, go to the neighborhood. Bright lights. <laughs> Seems like Christmas lights are a, like a marquee staple the same way fireworks. We're, we're planning our day around. Oh, I want to go watch fireworks. Why? Fireworks all right, let's drop this guy. Let's drop this guy. I got to ask you, Reed. Reed, you started this all. You brought up that you were like the white Christmas light versus red Christmas light. First of all, do you think Christmas lights are lame? Are they the, are they the fireworks of the holiday season? No, no, no. They're not lame. Christmas lights are cool. I mean, you can I, wait. You can definitely go overboard, but but I, I'm, an, I'm a Christmas light appreciator. Absolutely. When do you put yours up? When is it appropriate to put the lights up? After Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I don't have any, but, uh, no, 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 no. After Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We put our tree up after that. I forgot about it. Paul, how about in Poland? Man, you got 12 days of Christmas to celebrate. It lasts forever over there. There's even a song about it. What do you guys think about Christmas lights? Uh, Christmas lights aren't that popular in Poland, typically, uh, because most people live like in, in apartments. Uh, so they don't have the ability to put up Christmas lights. So it's, it's quite a rare occurrence. Although I got to say that in like the small old town of Lublin, there's a lot of Christmas lights, uh, just like in the, like the public, I guess, city itself. But personally, privately, people don't really put up Christmas lights. Interesting. Well, this might convince you to put some up because look what it does to the ladies. Look at this Christmas light display and look at their reaction. You know, they they never seen anything like that. Oh, wow. Where does the house even start? <laughs> Where does it end? Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Too much. So you like Paul, you don't have to climb up on a house and, and put lights up. And, and Reed, you haven't even bothered to put lights no. up yet. Uh, when the kid gets a little bit older, do you think you may? Yeah. Yeah. She loves Christmas. She loves Santa. We've got that's why I've got all these Santas. I know you can't really see them, but I've got a bunch of Santas here. Yeah. Have you taken her to a like a Christmas parade or anything like that yet? We we uh, no, we, we went and saw Santa last week. We got a picture. So that's good. Uh, but we'll probably take her take her to see some lights. How did your kid react? Because mine screamed the first time I took him on it. Oh, uh, what on for Christmas lights? No, no, uh, to, uh, to Santa, I, like the Santa. Oh, to Santa. No, dude, we thought she was going to freak out, but she didn't. We thought she would, but she didn't. She she killed it. She kind of she was kind of in awe, I think. I can imagine. Now, Paul, you shared a wild, wild video. And, like, this is a different wealth class than, than, I'm, than I'm in. And it's Falcons flying with passports. Apparently, these things are treated better in, uh, you know, the UAE and the Middle East than your average freight broker. Take a look at this video right here. There's a bunch of Falcons flying on an airplane. If you could look, they have, like, first of all, they have all the seats covered, probably for, like, Falcon poop or whatnot. And then they also have, like, mm -hmm. they have these green... Um, 
what do you call it that a fal like perches, right? That like the, the falcons stand on? <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy video. I, I imagine being on an airplane. I just don't know like I would, it's something that we can't like wrap our minds around. But apparently, yeah, this is popular in the Middle East, and they all have their own passports, which is like also mind-boggling. Like, how do you even, you know, you got to take a photo of the falcon and <laughs> verify it's like that, that falcon. The beak doesn't look right on that falcon. Like, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of these falcons probably like have like Dude, fake passports. That's like so that. ma- that's so many of them. How many are there? <laughs> There's yeah. like fifty falcons. There's fifty, and they have little hats on too. I think like are the hats like horse blinders <laughs> maybe to keep them from going insane. What is this? What like who's who, what is this? You can see like at the end of this video, you can kind of see the Saudi pr- like princes like hanging out on the other side of the aircraft. They're like, oh look, my my falcons are are, are here. <laughs> Why did the, did they realize falcons can already fly? And the, the, those passports you mentioned, it says here they last three years. Wow. That's after, after three years, it's to renew the passport. It takes the three falcon years to renew the passport. Hey, the, here, here's something for you guys. This, this is an interesting topic of debate. This company, DSMNB, the Employee Advocacy and Influence Group, they said they put the logistics and supply chain industry under the microscope. Which company owns the industry share of voice on social media? They analyzed 218 of the industry's leading organizations, and they, they put them here. Here's the global top 10, and number one is really interesting. So Convoy did an awesome job on social media, but a I mean, it didn't help. I think their marketing was was bang point. There's probably other issues on there. But number one, not here anymore. What do you guys think of this list? And does social media matter in the logistics industry? We'll start with you, Reed. I think so. Uh, you, how people feel about your company is important. And uh, clearly there's, you know, some strong feelings associated with some people at the top of our industry. Um, but just to be on people's minds is important, I think. And it's a great way to do it. Yeah. What do you make of the the convoy thing, though? I mean, I think they had a lot of money to spend and they probably spent you got it when you have a ton of, when you have a stack of cash, it's, you know, burns a hole in your in your in your pocket and you end up spending a ton of it on uh, on getting in front of people everywhere, I guess. What, what else are you going to spend your money on? I don't know. Paul, what are your thoughts? They had twenty two point four percent of employees shared convoy posts. We also see steam logistics on here. King of the gongs. Yeah. So my takeaway is, well, first, I know that after talking with uh, with Steve Cox from Steam, he did say that their social media presence actually brings some customers and shippers. And it also, when they get in contact with the shipper, the shipper has seen some of their posts beforehand. So it's a little bit easier to sell to, to a potential client because they kind of have that, uh, you know, already some form of opinion uh, formulated about them and they're known in the industry. So creating social media content is very important to have a presence and to be known. But I think the takeaway of Convoy is not to like overdo it or maybe just, it, it shouldn't be the priority because there's a lot of companies that are very successful that don't post that much on social media. So like it could be a tool if used properly, but in, in Convoy's case, like, I mean, they, they went out of business uh, and they had 22% of it, uh, that share the social media posts. So overall, don't overdo it. Uh, focus on it, or ha- don't make it a priority. But definitely make money at the same time. Uh, that's that's the <laughs> takeaway I've got. I've never seen number two on here. I've never seen anything from Foss Maritime Group. Have you guys? I don't even know who they are. 
Yeah, me either. Like, how are they sharing so much? And even above, I see Steam all the time. I see Convoy all the time. I, I've yeah. never seen, I see Ship Bob. Um, I've seen Enride for sure, Redwood Logistics, Load Smart. I haven't seen Chadwell yep. Supply. I haven't seen, well, this is global. I haven't seen Europa Worldwide Group. Maybe this is somewhere else in Europe. Paul, you heard of them? Uh, kind of sounds familiar. It's a very, like, kind of simple name, Europa Worldwide Group. Where I, but yeah. I, I feel like I have seen them before. That's like a U.S. Fraser in the back says it's a soccer league. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah, that guy from Slink uh, wanted to buy them. That's the one that got him in trouble. <laughs> you know, I, we're kind of biased. You know, you're, you're talking to three people here who have built their entire brands on social media. You know, we, we've we've put yeah. so much effort into it, and we've seen the fruits of it. I think that for me personally, what what's been important, like yeah, it's great to have like 22 percent of the share, but you really need to convert, right? You need to convert it to, for, in my case, listeners, relationships, uh-huh. uh, brand ambassadors, people who like the show, people who send you ornaments, people who make great guests you have to create a whole ecosystem around it and you have to have a lot of follow-through it can't just be like it can't just be all output yeah exactly yeah reed what have you learned in the past year you've really come out of your shell um i i think it's putting yourself out there is very very strategically can be very beneficial to to your serious pursuits you know i like joking around i like memes and i like having fun but at the end of the day, if it can kind of trickle down to benefiting you professionally and seriously, then that's awesome. So, uh, especially you're serious. Easy to co- coming exactly. from you. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, exactly. Dude, believe it or not, believe it or not. <laughs> Let's see some of those professional and serious memes. We have the top five memes from two of the greatest meme lords in the entire industry, Freight Caviar and Reed. Let's start with Freight Caviar. It says nobody. Dispatch offers <laughs> in Serbia. Paul, are they? Do you see the these freight brokers at the discotheque? Uh, not at the discotheque. Well, I, maybe because I don't attend it. But overall, like this is basically more or less how a dispatch office in Serbia would look like. So. I like the blue jacket and the chain. Yeah, and the gun. I think that someone's holding a pistol. So, oh, someone has a gun. <laughs> oh wait, he does have a gun. So. I just noticed he had a gun. I totally missed that. This is like high. This is one of those pictures too that like you look at it quick as a meme, and like you brush past, and you look at it again, and each time it like it's deeper and deeper, and it's like a Russian nesting mm-hmm. doll of just like crazy Serbian men. <laughs> uh, Reed, we got we got one of yours here. Let's put Reed's up to the test. It says typing furiously since I lost contact with you on the tracking app for five minutes. Your request for five <laughs> hours detention has been denied, and it's a dude sitting on the beach on a little foldout this table. This is so good. This is so good and so true. I mean, I've literally I do, been in this situation even, before. I, I don't think I don't think I actually made this. I think I, somebody made it in the Discord. So somebody, I, I, I'll find out who made this and shout him out. But it's a it's a phenomenal meme. It's a great format. It is. Somebody somebody in the Reed machine made it. So like at least that that's good enough. We got we got a yeah, freight caviar. Go. Someone from the freight caviar machine, maybe freight caviar himself. Truck drivers, when you ask them for a tracking update, son, I said I'll be there when I get there. Oh, by, by the way, is that so, who is that guy? Uh, He's from that TV Ricky show. Um, it's Ricky. Yeah, from Ricky Trailer from Park Trailer Park Boys. Park Boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Christian made this one. Christian, uh, my co-founder, uh, made this meme. And it was this was the number one like meme on Instagram uh, this year. So. I love it. We got another one here. I believe this guy also did a flock freight commercial who's pictured in this one. It's a 7 a.m. walking in. Isn't that Steve from Blue's Clues? Is that is that the guy who was doing that, that yeah, ad we yeah, saw? Yeah, yeah. The flock yeah. yourself ad? <laughs> 
Talk about yeah, marketing. Yep. <laughs> All right. So 7 a.m. walking to the office. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. And then the bottom says, truck broke down. Buddy can't make it to pick up for 7.30 a.m. Ar- Arjun Bells Deep Trucking. <laughs> Uh, that was also from the discord <laughs> that, was, that was that was good all right that's a little a little a little christmas bell for that now we got another one here it says customer this is a freight caviar original it says customer sales reps and uh they're the couple they're looking fine they're looking prim and proper looking a little smug and then you go carrier sales reps and they're looking all like emo and their hair's all frazzled and their eyes are messed up and they got monster <laughs> yeah Cool. Customers need to be more, uh, I guess, facing clients, whereas, you know, uh, carrier sales reps just tend to be on the phone with carriers, so they could be dressed whatever way they like. Read this next one, Cuts Deep. It might be my choice. It says freight marketing content, uh, and it shows the obvious stock footage that we all see of a European truck and, like, some weird tech stuff connecting everything and a plane flying by, a bunch of shipping containers, a mishmash of stuff. And then it goes actual freight, and it's got, uh, it's got uh, what is the Sinister Six, and uh, it's got that confused guy who um, looks a bit like Isaiah when I, when I say something weird to him, and uh, the, the telephone here over the Simpson thing. What, what's the... Yeah, give, this, give this us, is so good. Let's go behind I, the I, meme. This was... This was one of the first memes I like ever made. Actually, this I probably made this a year ago, and I think I posted it. A co- I've posted it a couple times. I think it's really good. I was so proud of this when I made it. Oh, it's great! I love it. All right, it. that yeah. one gets a little snow, a little snow and a bell. That that one is at the top of my list right now. But we got another one here from Freight Caviar. It says customer needs proof of team, and it's these two <laughs> gentlemen. What's the story behind the meme, Paul? So this was actually not a meme. This was a screenshot someone sent me, but it was very light. Uh, and so I added it in. I mean, this was a literally a legitimate text message uh, that a broker received because he needed proof that it was a team in the truck. So it, it was just a selfie between the drivers. Well, very handsome gentleman. Uh, would, would you trust them with your load? I would. Yeah, they seem trustworthy. Yeah, Reed, you don't, you don't, you're kind of like, you look like you're kind of nodding your head one way or the other. No, I would, t- I would, I would, I would give those guys a load in a second. Now, this is Reed's, this last one here is Reed's personal one. It says typical brokerage office fridge. And you look in there, there's money being cooled down, there's painkillers, uh, there's twisted tea, the milk, uh, and then a ton of Zin. And my question on this was, are we, are we supposed to keep the Zin in the, in the fridge? I didn't realize, are you supposed to chill the Zin? I think I think that's uh, maybe the next level move here. We gotta we gotta get to uh, Dooner. So you gotta get so. fridge back there. I think yeah, in Sweden they refrigerate them. Do they? Oh, well, Fraser in the back says people uh, wow, refrigerate their Fraser Copenhagen. coming in clutch. Yeah, yeah. He says they yeah. they do their Copenhagen. Oh, is Fraser like live on air? Fraser's just yeah, we can hear him. Yeah, we yeah. can hear him. Oh. No, oh, thanks, yeah. Fraser, for your insights. Don't say anything too wild. <laughs> oh, we got another one here. Who's this? It says, when your parents ask you to explain your job and you work in logistics, well, my days are very long and complicated. It's Elon Musk, who has been under a sale a little bit. Biden said he's going to come after him. And next thing you know, there's like all these headlines about the big Tesla recall, which turned out to just be a software update. That That's crazy. I don't know enough about that, but that's insane, if that's true. Yeah. What's the story behind the meme? Story behind the meme. Uh, well, it was a meme template that was going viral, and I, I figured uh, it works really well for logistics. Yeah. 
People need to know that there isn't a lot of strategy in the meme lord game. It's sort of like throw things out, and if they work or other people have proven they work, yeah. maybe it'll work, and then you yeah. try. And sometimes it, it gets 300 likes, and sometimes it doesn't, and you just you just go on to the next one. Exactly. Usually the simplest memes, the ones that come up, like you come up with the fastest, are the best. The ones yeah, that you I overthink would... usually don't do that well. Rate the strap work was just because I couldn't think of anything, and it became like a viral loop because I could not think of a yeah. caption. Yeah. I was like, well, there's straps. I'll just ask for community engagement and then like it it, it works this yeah. one is violent this one is violent read what is going on were you having a bad day it says my entire day and then a problematic load and it's a guy with a shank i mean dude anybody who's like had that anyone who understands this meme gets it like feels it in their bones it's like that one load that just always goes yeah. wrong every like every possible thing that could happen happens and you're just like sitting there all day just thinking about it uh that's that meme is real now, this meme totally. is real because this isn't actually a meme. This actually happened to D.A.T. right here. Can you show this one? Yeah. So D.A.T., one day they posted on there. Someone had like either hacked their site or something. And these kids posted a picture so, of themselves on D.A.T. Th this, was, this was back in March. I was driving actually from Matt's to Chicago uh, from Louisville. And I was just scrolling Twitter and I see this and I couldn't stop laughing. I, I literally thought it was like the funniest thing I've seen on twitter great twitter ever and i took a screenshot immediately and i shared it. i'm like this has to go viral and then dat deleted the, the tweet they so, did they did uh, not before we got to it though yeah. we wrote dat yeah, no exactly. don't click that link that was that's the what the truck submission of the year uh who am i giving what's your vote for meme of the year from all that we've seen paul I would have to give it to Reed's uh, the freight market one. I, I, I think that's just, it's just so true to the bone. Um, <laughs> I, I, would, I would vote for this one. This is my will, favorite. You know what? I'll, I'm going to throw a vote towards that one too. I said it was my favorite. I'm sticking with it. A little snow and bell for that one. Reed, you've been overruled. It really doesn't matter if you like the refrigerator one more, but you can still give a vote. Uh, well, in that case, I'll just vote for myself. Let's let's just make it a three. Uh, unanimous <laughs> decision. Yeah, unanimous. There you go. Yeah. All right, Paul, it's time to wrap up the end of the year. Two questions for you. What's the story of the year this year? And what's going to be the story of the year next year? Story of the year this year? Yeah. So the, the story that got the most from freight speaking, right? Yeah, in your opinion, what do you think was the story of the year in freight? I think definitely the convoy um, bankruptcy. Oh, wow. Even over and, yellow? And yellow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I think convoy just is, 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 to me, is, is, I would say more important than yellow just because it was more of like a digital freight brokerage. And that's kind of like the world that I operate more in. Whereas yellow is like an LTL um, company that's been in the industry for 100 years. So, yeah, I think convoy was the largest story. Definitely. Mm -hmm. What will be the story of the year in freight in 2024? Make a prediction. I think that we'll see a lot of freight tech companies close. Yeah. So uh, I think, and then, well, hopefully not too many, but uh, I think that's kind of like something that we will be looking at closer. Uh, there's, there's two, I feel like a lot of companies came in to existence like in 2021 when like, the VC world was just pumping money into logistics. Yeah. And there was a lot of like companies that they, they weren't like first time movers and they kind of like, I think came late and they're still trying to like figure things out.
But so I, I think that's going to be a, probably a big, a big story moving forward. But hopefully the market rebounds with int- uh, with interest rates going down, and then we'll all be happy. So ho- hopefully there's uh, there's that coming. Reed, how about you? What's your story of the year, and what do you think the story of the year will be next year? Uh, I not to be unoriginal, but I agree. I agree with Paul. I think um, I think I think it was probably convoy, um, at least in, in 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 my circle as well. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's it was kind of a, the the big obvious, or what in hindsight is obvious is that a bunch of people took a bunch of money, and there was no guarantees that it was going to work, and you know the money was essentially like monopoly money, so um, it was just kind of finding finding its place. But I'm but this coming year, I'm like, I think we're going to learn a lot from the situation. I think there's a lot of people who are working on cool stuff and that are going to have to do it with the constraints of the current kind of macro situation. So I think that that's going to breed like a stronger sort of company, I hope. Um, and I just personally know a bunch of people who are working on stuff and they're, and it's just them or it's them and like two people. And that includes myself. So it's like, I think, I think the more we can do this kind of marketing game to wire up this, this community, the more we can start to see companies start quicker and not have to spend all their money on hiring Steve from Blue's Clues to do their, their marketing. You know what I mean? So I think, I think this is going to be a really exciting year. You think it's going to be a really exciting year? Yeah. I mean, look, analytically, I did my analytics for what the truck, when I was writing the newsletter yesterday, I looked through uh, all the audio plays, all the video plays, all the clips. And the number one for me or the audience at least was yellow. And by far four to five were yellow stories. Uh, I think convoy was fourth top three yellow. Number five was yellow. And then you go into the top 10 and it's even more mostly yellow. So I think that's what resonated strongest with the community. But I think that you're onto something. And I, I, I think that I'm not like Convoy wasn't necessarily a canary in the coal mine because other companies had fallen down first. But I, I think that it's going to be a tough road, at least the next couple quarters for freight tech companies that cash reserves are running really, really low. Uh, they're overvalued. They have no way to raise money and they have no out. But I have talked to a lot of venture capitalists lately and they are eyeballing. They're looking at these companies. They're looking for the proper deal making to happen. So hopefully some of these companies can be saved and we see things form from it. And hopefully from like rises from the ashes, like for example, maybe Flexport Convoy, maybe that team up is really what Flexport export needed to move forward. And maybe that's what's going to happen with some of these companies. You know, I look at like their boots at events like F3 and these freight tech events. And it's obvious some of these solutions are looking for a partner and they always are. They're building something so they do get acquired. And maybe this is when it actually happens is in the next year, but probably not at the valuations that are necessarily going to make uh, people who are holding those shares very happy. Yeah, probably not. True. I got to agree. Well, hey, before I let you go, Paul, what is your what is your Christmas wish to the freight community? Christmas wish the freight community. Um, well, I, I think staying positive and kind of helping each other out is important. There's there's a lot of negativity sometimes out there, so I'll definitely say um, to stay positive and to work hard, um, and you know, to, for a strong 2024. That's that's kind of like a basic, uh, I guess, request, but it, it really is important. Uh, so that's what I would say. Stay the course. How about you, Mister Reed? I would say like, let's just get fired up. You know what I mean? I know, I know stuff, I know stuff's hard for people. Like I talk to people every day and, and, you know, I've, I've been doing my thing, so I get it. Uh, but it's like, let's, let's, let's have more fun. Let's yeah. Be, be, be just generally 
a little more go with the flow about how things are is recognize what you control and what you can and like let's just have some fun too so i'm gonna keep memeing and i know paul will and dooner i know you're gonna be leading the charge so i'm i think i think let's just be let's just be fired up about this situation we're in now all right yeah. very, i'm very, definitely bullish so. very christmas boys <laughs> thank you so much for joining us everyone go check out freightcaviar.com everyone go join reed's discord uh look up lost freight all that good stuff go hit the digital gong give yourself a little love now christian come on here man let's close out christmas by giving a big hug to the freight waves tv team on this white christmas christian thank you so much brother no problem. I do the least amount of work on this show because the other guys are out there doing more work. And it is also National Wear Ugly Christmas Twitter Day, so shout out to them. And Dooner, we got you a little something in the back. It's a little red truck. All in a Christmas tree. Love it. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. I'll see you in 2024. This is our last of the year. You can find me at Timothy Dooner. Find the show at Freight Waves What the Truck. Thank you so much for an awesome year of the show. See you next year.